Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. So uh, Aurora and I are here today. We're uh, really excited to get into today's episode. Um, we are going to be talking about Universal Studios, uh, Universal theme parks, um, primarily the Orlando parks, what we're going to be focusing on. Uh, but we are going to talk about um, a 10-year plan for Universal to take over Disney. Now, none of this is actually in the works. None of this is... Uh, you know, things that uh, we know for sure is going to happen, uh, except for a few things. There are a few details in here that are, but essentially what we want to do is kind of go through the different scenarios of things that can happen and the way Universal could play their cards to end up actually competing neck and neck with Disney. Obviously, these two uh, meccas of the theme park industry have been at it uh, for a long time now uh, with pretty much Disney taking the top spot uh, in in pretty much all regards except for maybe a couple things so um that being said there is a way uh for universal to take place with some of this before we get into it though we did want to mention real quick we are official travel agents we specialize in disney universal world caribbean carnival cruise line sandals resort uh sea world you name it so feel free to reach out to us we'd love to help you book your next set of magical memories our email will be below in the information of the podcast but for time's sake we're going to jump right into it because we have a lot to cover with this okay so Universal is building a third theme park right now in Florida, okay? This is going to be the Epic Universe, okay? Epic Universe this is a really big undertaking, obviously, for Universal. It's a huge project. Um, ultimately, Disney's changes uh, that they have made have allowed Universal a really big opportunity here. The pandemic obviously made uh, some changes to just some different things, different planning and stuff. Even when it comes to the Epic Universe, things have been pushed back certain times and whatnot and disney has had the same but the switch over in ceo and the switch over in the mindset from disney standpoint is really really creating a gap here that universal can really take advantage of and start to pull consumers more so away from them obviously there's political things going on right now as well um we will mention that a little bit briefly you know the whole thing with this is guys i don't understand why uh, we want to pull anything out of control of parents. I think parents need to dictate, um, you know, what their child is um, open to as much as possible. I, I don't like taking control out of parents. Um, so, you know, regardless of how you feel, we'll talk more about it on another episode. Uh, I, I just think we need to preserve childhood uh, in children. We need to keep them away from things that are stressful, away from things that don't allow them to have a happy-go-lucky um you know, childhood. We need to keep those things uh, away from their childhood as long as possible. And that's the beauty of theme parks. That's the beauty of Disney and Universal and, and things like that is being able to escape and be in a magical world where children can just be children and not worry about the outside world. And I think we need to preserve that and cultivate that in children. So um, that's kind of our thoughts a little bit on it. And again, we'll talk about it in another episode um, with the controversial stuff going on right now with Disney and everything. But jumping into this, um, on a bigger scale when it comes to Universal. Like I said, there are a lot of changes going on with Disney right now. They are making you pay for certain things, um, such as uh, Disney's uh, Magic Express has went away. Now there's a paid option that you can do. They're paying for parking, uh, etc. Those types of things are all different. You know, your Magic Band, not included in your resort stay unless you're staying at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel. Um, so with that, Universal's new park, 
will give them three compared to Disney's four. Okay, the Epic Universe will get them up to three parks now compared to Universe or compared to Disney's four parks they currently have. Uh, with one water park, you know, to Disney's two water parks. Okay, so yeah, that's a little bit of a difference on the water park side. But people don't really go for the water parks. I think I, I think the water parks are kind of a second tier thing. If you're going and you only have enough time to do two parks, three parks, whatever, you're going to do the dry parks instead of the water park. You're probably going to do the the dry parks twice instead of doing the water park. That's just how most families probably are. Now, I know there's a bit of a difference every now and then, but that's a little bit of my thought. And I think the water parks are a little bit more for locals too. This will shift families' plans slightly, though. Just by putting in the Epic Universe, Universal is trying to capture families for week-long trips and not just weekenders. They are also trying to capture people to get them to stay at their hotels instead of staying at Disney hotels because Universal hotels are a lot better value for the price that you get. So, what else can they do to capitalize and catch up to Disney beyond building this other park? Um, not mentioning the obvious, dumb things like, you know, oh, better staff, cleaner park, blah, blah, blah. Like, duh, everybody can do better in those areas. Um, that's just a constant. But outside of those, first off, a universal app on the Apple Watch to be able to use your universal tap, okay? This is something I think would be huge if they could figure out how to create an app on the Apple Watch to basically become a magic band for universal guests. So essentially, you put your information in the universal app, it goes to your watch, and then you can scan your Apple Watch on a ride. There's no cost to universal, because like a magic band was for Disney. There's no additional cost. It's just a, the cost to have that in the app, which are already paying app developers and software and stuff to keep that app going anyway. So why not create this for the Apple Watch? I think that would be genius um, to be able to get that accessibility through the Apple Watch, which would be different enough from the magic band, I believe. Um, and it would push people to get an Apple Watch. Now, maybe you could come out with some other things with different watch devices of how to accomplish this outside of the Apple Watch, but I think it would be a really cool feature for people. Second, begin shuttling free for your guests from the airport to take advantage of Disney's mistake. Disney took away the Magic Express for free for their resort guests, and that is huge. There is a massive revolt. People are very upset about that. I'm still very upset about that because now I have to get a rental car or an Uber and pay super ridiculous rates down there to get to my resort hotel. It's really frustrating, guys. Um, the Magic Express was awesome. I loved it. I... I couldn't tell you how much more value that was for me uh, that that was included and now that it hasn't I mean honestly there's times that I've like literally I haven't taken a trip down to Disney in a while now and some of that is because like I don't want to deal with the logistics I don't want to deal with the logistics of having to worry about Uber and crap like that I just don't want to so they have they have lost some money for me just because of that now Universal if you can start doing that you will take advantage of this and that would be huge uh, for for people staying at your resorts and things like that. I'm just telling you, you're going to start getting more consumers. And with the building of this new resort or this new theme park, you are going to have two or three more hotels that you're going to be building, I believe. I think maybe even four at this point. And with those resorts, you will have a lot of spaces to fill up. So why not include this with your purchase? Why not include this with your stay? And now you're getting those resorts filled up with people who used to be Disney guests. 
Third, invest in dark rides, okay? Jurassic Park water ride is good. Don't get me wrong. It's a great ride, but movie lovers enjoy dark rides. They really do. That's what captures in families. That's what captures in people to go to Disney and ride the dark rides that they get to. They do really enjoy it. Even the adults, they really do. I enjoy a really good dark ride, mainly because I can't do thrill rides. I just have health issues that won't let me do coasters and crap, but I love a good dark ride, and I think a lot of moviegoers do as well. Currently, Universal really attracts thrill seekers, but if you dive into your movies and dive into the quality of your movies and the fan base of your movies, do these dark rides, and you'll start tapping into more people that are there, not just for thrills, not just for the park, but before, but because of the affinity they have to your in-house brands, Okay. This will grow your brands and your IP's popularity as well for younger generations to come, which I think is always a good thing. Currently, they have a Harry Potter dark ride in the works for Epic Universe, which is epic, okay, pun intended, but um, that is a, a dark ride I am super excited for. I have been wanting a Harry Potter dark ride for a long time now, so if they can accomplish this in the Epic Universe, that is going to be epic. Uh, yeah, I said it twice. So, fourth offer free shuttle service to disney springs okay if guests stay at your hotels they will go to your parks all right get half trippers money for your resorts half trippers what i mean by that is people that take a full week long vacation and they spend half the time at disney and half the time at universal i thoroughly enjoy when i get the chance to do this my wife is a lot bigger on disney and i understand that so typically if we're going down we're going to spend most of the time at disney but if she is open to doing universal which she is probably every other trip that we go I get this half tripper for us and I really enjoy it tremendously. The biggest challenge is we do like staying on Disney property because of all the transportation because we're going to spend more time there because they have more parks. However, the value proposition of the resort hotels at Universal, if they offered shuttle service to Disney Springs, which I could then take buses and Disney transportation from Disney Springs to Disney parks i would be bought in 100 and i would stay at universal pretty much every time i went okay maybe not every time i went because i love animal kingdom lodge i love some of the uniqueness of the disney resorts but most of the time i would be staying at universal it's just budget friendly and you get so much more amenities for the lower price hotels than you do the value hotels um, at disney okay so this would be huge to me. I get those half trippers. Next, five, number five, more seated dining slash food experiences. Okay, so character dining, uh, Jurassic Park dinos in the windows, um, you know, on screens or something, Transformers um, that you get to see actually walk around, interact with you instead of just right outside the Transformers ride, which, which creates a really long line. Give people the chance to skip that long line and be able to get an experience that they're paying for with a, a food experience. And they need better food and dining anyway. There's not really a lot of nice sit-down restaurants in Universal that compare to Disney's. And I think if they could do this, accomplish it well, this would really bring them up to par from a food standpoint if they could they could execute it well. Um, you have great partners. You have the Chocolate Emporium. You have Voodoo Donuts, etc. Go to some of these other food partners. You know, get up with Guy Fieri and and create some really cool, unique dining experiences um, 
well, not Guy Fieri, because obviously he's at Disney, but get up with some other great restaurant partners that could help you with this. There's plenty out there looking for awesome, iconic ways to get their brand out, okay? Robert Irvine, call Robert Irvine and put put a Robert Irvine place down there. I mean, then you got Robert for Universal and you got Guy for Disney. I love that. Next, number six, roll out two rides at a time to prevent what happened at Hagrid's, okay? People can't get passes to get in there. There's, I mean... Seriously, we went with the family down to Universalist last time. We spent a day there, and we were not able to get Hagrid's. We tried, and it just wasn't worth the hassle of getting all like eight people to ride it at the same time. It just wasn't worth it because it's way too intense to be able to get on that ride. So when you roll out and do rides, you need to roll out two at a time in different parks so that you're spreading out where people are. And you're not junking up one line tremendously. Same thing going on with Velocicoaster right now. It is insane, the amount of wait time. So they need to do a little bit better job of that. They only have two parks to spread things out. Once they get the third, they need to do a better job of rolling out new rides and new attractions at different parks to spread out the people. Okay, And you best know I'm going to be taking advantage of going to Universal at some point right after Epic Universe opens. Because Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure will be a dead zone because everybody's going to be going to Epic Universe. I'm going to take advantage of that for sure. Revamp and reboot classics, okay? Terminator movies. Obviously, I know they're not yours. I know it's a licensing deal that you had, but work with someone. Come in. Give some funding. Make it yours. Get them to allow you to create Terminator movie and reboot the franchise. That would be epic, okay? Back to the Future. Yes. Back to the Future. We'll talk about it later. Casper. Pacific Rim. Like these are things that I think you can work with, go to people, even if it's not yours. I know Universal wants to do things of their own franchises that they have. I get that. But there's some value to going outside. And if that works, it works. Look at Harry Potter. It has saved Universal at this point. So call number eight. Call me about the books I'm writing and give me a movie deal, just like you did with Jurassic Park. Okay. I will totally do that with you guys. Steven Spielberg, hit me up. Absolutely. That's a joke, by the way, guys. Okay, I know it's past April Fool's, but that's a joke that, like, they're, no one's going to read my book. My mom just finished reading my book. My I can't even get my wife to finish reading him, so uh, don't worry about that. Be willing to let some things go, okay? Monster's Land. How to Train a Dragon. I just don't get it. I don't get the Monster's Land being an entire land. Yes, I know it's a popular attraction over in California, but I don't think you need to do it in Orlando because now it might take away from California with the rarity that it is over there. I also don't know if it's going to go as well over here, but whatever. I get it. It's your IP. You want to keep your IP, not have to shell out money to other people. Okay, understand. But How to Train a Dragon? Really? You have so many other things. You could have revamped Shrek, which you just got rid of in studios. You could have done an entire Shrek area. You could have done uh, a Puss in Boots in there because you could have done like a fairy tale area. You could have done uh, Kung Fu Panda. You could have went with Trolls. You could have went with so many other things here, and you didn't do that. Come on. Seriously, I'm very frustrated with this um because i'm not a huge how to train a dragon fan it's not horrible don't get me wrong i just don't like it that much okay number 10 be willing to bring back oldie but goodies okay back to the future jaws and twister okay twister is rumored to be working on a reboot right now which i'm very excited about um so hopefully that can be in the works but re do a revamp with jaws okay reboot and do a back to the future sequel okay so here's here's the thing within the next 10 years these are the things i think they need to accomplish and they should accomplish which would get them to the point outside of these 10 things that they can work on 
This is the timeline I think they need to be at, okay? So revamp a Jaws reboot. I know a lot of people are getting frustrated with that, but with the technology today, you could really do a great job of making this look really, really cool, and it could really liven up younger audiences to be engaged with Jaws, which is your brand. It's your IP. You should want to make it big again, right? Yeah, you should. Do a Back to the Future sequel. I don't think this is at the point that you should do a reboot. I think people are too diehard when it comes to that. Um, there's three movies that were super successful, and I don't think you would want to do that. But I think you can do a sequel. Have it be something where, you know, I, I don't know. We can totally do a what if they made a sequel and what it should be about. Um, but th this would be a really good thing to do, I think, would be to create a sequel. To give it more life and to get an attraction back in the parks. Because ultimately, people will look over you doing another one. Um... If you do it right, especially if you it leads to another attraction in the park. Open Epic Universe as planned in 2025 with two lands yet to be finalized. Okay, this is currently the plan. There are two lands in there that they still have the ability to develop later on. Okay, dive into the classics in one of these. Okay, so have one of those lands become classics. All right. These, the two, and then you do three attractions in there. You do Back to the Future, you do Jaws, and you do Twister, okay? And you can mix them up. One can be a show, one can be a dark ride, whatever you want to do. Make this happen. People will love it. People are dying for this. That would be epic. Sorry, I had to say it. I got myself caught in that one. Um, anyway, so make that happen. I think it would be fantastic. Now, this is all kind of, you know, within the working there. Um, you know, those two lands have not been developed yet. Plus, by the way, Universal, in the land that they have for Epic Universe, they have enough space. They have enough acreage to do a fourth theme park, okay? So remember that because I'm going to get to it later. Here's the big move. The big epic, sorry, epic move. I realize I'm realizing now how much I use the word epic. It's kind of it's kind of too much. I might have to draw back on that a bit. Anyway, from researching um, and going through documents, going through what people have said, anything I can find online, from what I can tell, the Simpsons deal. Okay, which for those of you who don't know, go back and listen to some of our previous podcasts on this. Um, the Simpsons deal is most likely going to be over with Disney um, around 27, 28. Okay, this is about the same time that the DC licensing partnership with Six Flags is going to be up. From again, from research, things we can see, it's not confirmed, but this is what pretty much the, all the experts out there believe is going to be the case. These are both going to end around the same time, which is very, very convenient because I've got a huge thing that I think needs to happen. Universal should use the launching platform of Epic Universe in 2015 or 2025. They need to take majority of the revenue, majority of the income, do everything they can to bolster it as much as possible and show that revenue to be able to get more loans in the revolver to be able to go out and build that fourth theme park or at least announce it, okay? Five years in the future. And what they need to do is a slow integration of working out a trade to keep the Simpsons. 
Yes, I think that there's tons of value in having Marvel there at Universal. And yes, Universal is making way more money off of that partnership than what Disney is making right now. I understand that, okay? So I have no issue with it. I understand, and it's definitely in their favor right now. But what I will say is that in the long run, this will begin become more and more in Disney's favor because people are going to get more and more away from the comics concept and look more at the characters from the movies that Disney is doing. So I think it will get less and less value, ultimately equaling out later on. The Simpsons, though, if they lose the Simpsons, they lose the Simpsons entirely, forever, okay? So eventually, the value for them to keep Marvel in the comics sense that they have right now will go away. The Simpsons can stay a lifetime if they get the rights to it, forever. So they need to do a trade here. I would take this time to go at Marvel and say, hey, or go at Disney and say, hey, we will give you Marvel. We will give it to you, but we want to keep The Simpsons. If you do that for us, we will give it to you outright, absolutely swap, not a problem. Disney will do that in a heartbeat. I'm telling you right now, they will do that in a heartbeat, all right? Then Disney, what Universal needs to do is leverage the same timing of Six Flags and DC's deal, and they need to be talking to DC Comics. They need to be talking on getting Six Flags out of there because Six Flags is doing Six Flags is not doing justice to the DC brand. They have not been doing justice to the DC brand in a long time, okay? Yes, DC has the Justice League and they are getting no justice to their brand right now. It's absolutely awful. I know that was an awful dad joke. Anyway, Six Flags is not doing well. They are making really bad changes. Yes, they changed CEOs, and I think they were going to be okay, but they changed CEOs even again. And with that change, all I'm seeing and all I'm hearing is more cuts on their budget, more channeling of expense control, more focus on getting back to what they're good at, which is rides, attractions, amusements. Okay, then don't try to be a theme park. I think Six Flags, as I don't, I mean... I'm not going to say as stupidly as it is because a lot of these people, they're very intelligent. They're very smart CEOs and all that stuff. Of companies are way smarter than I am, uh, you know, way smarter than I can give myself credit for. I get that. But at the same time, I do think it's a mistake if you want to, um, you know, go away from things that have been helping you because you want to get to the core of your business. Yes, there's a core of your business, but if you've got pieces of your business that aren't your core and they're still doing a lot of great things for you, you need to keep diving into that and investing into that. And that's not what Six Flags is doing. So I think Six Flags mentality, as wrong as I think it would be on my end when I'm thinking of it, I think they would be fine with doing this. I think that they would understand and look at it and say, you know what, we can get back to the core of our business even more than what we've been trying to do with this new CEO change anyway. We want to get to the core of our business, which is amusement parks, focus on our rides, focus on the thrills. That's what we want. Okay, cool. Then get rid of DC Comics. Get rid of Warner Brothers. Don't have Bugs Bunny and all of them there. Get rid of that. That is not what you that's not what you're saying you want to do. That's not what you say you want to hit with it comes to consumers. That's not what you want to focus on with consumers. Okay, get rid of it. Let Universal take DC, take Warner Brothers partnership from you and now move forward. Okay? So Six Flags will move forward, uh, you know, ultimately like dying off at the rate that they're going at this point. Um 
sadly, I mean, I, I like Six Flags. I love the brand. I, I've always really enjoyed the brand. But uh, I, I think they're making really bad changes, really bad moves over the last couple years since the pandemic. And uh, I, I, I do think this could be a, a really big turning point for them when this happens and when this unfolds, if this happens and unfolds. Obviously, none of these things are, you know, there's no reason for us to think these things will happen. But these are the things I think Universal should do. And I think it would be huge. So now, after this, they have DC Comics. They have Simpsons, okay? So keep Simpsons intact. Don't really do much else with the Simpsons. You don't need to. That following is going to stay a little strong. You know, pump out some media. Pump out more TV shows. Do more with it. Go ahead. That's fine. Keep it alive. But don't add any more to it. It's not worth the investment. Now, after you've taken the rights from Six Flags Park, this will allow Metropolis to happen, okay? So on the Universal Islands of Adventure side, take away marvel comics island okay marvel hero land or whatever it's called and turn this into metropolis okay metropolis is where superman lives um it's where he you know he he lives it's the city that he lives in um and retheme the hulk to superman orbital flight okay it's the exact same ride just reskin it okay everybody loves that ride it's you know the way that it corkscrews and all the inversions and stuff it can just be like you're going on a test flight with superman and that's what you need to make it out to be okay um so i think i think that would be a really good re uh reskin there um superman could become a green lantern um uh, attraction uh, the doom drop turn it into a doomsday drop okay because doomsday is a villain of superman uh, the x-men teacups turn that into the teen titans okay um, something with the teen titans uh, the fantastic cafe can turn into the hall of justice so yeah i like all of those things i think it works really well um, then okay so now we fixed that we fixed what you took away when it comes to marble we fixed that area and that's really the only area you need to fix now the other land becoming Star City from Green Arrow. Okay, Star City is the era, is the lay, the city that Green Arrow resides in. Um, have a Green Arrow, and this this is the other land of Epic Universe. Okay, so you have the classics, then you have another blank area. Turn that into Star City, and have Green Arrow kind of be the heading up of that area because the Green Arrow show was huge for a while. I think he's a great person, a great hero to kind of get behind. So I would put him there and make a Green Arrow shooting ride. Okay, similar to Web Slinger, similar to Toy Story Mania that they have. Have it be a crossbow type of thing that you're holding and you're pulling a trigger or whatever to shoot at villains. And then you can put in a Deathstroke coaster because Deathstroke is a villain that is primarily focused in uh, Star City. So he's a huge villain. Everybody loves him as an anti-hero. That would be a really, really good coaster to put into place. Now, I can't just say dark rides for everything because I love dark rides, right? Or shooter rides. I, I can't say that all the time because I'm, I'm not going to be biased, okay? So I think people need coasters. I can't do them. I get it. But people need them and love them. So put in a Deathstroke coaster. Finally, now... now you filled up those two areas of Epic Universe. Then, finally, you have the fourth park. Announce that. Okay? Soon as this merger happens, announce the fourth park. Don't announce what's going to happen with it yet. Wait a little while. But you've already put a couple of DC areas into your parks. Okay? You've got it in studios. You've got it in the Epic Universe. You've got those touch points there. I also think there's some other ones that you look at a little bit later on as you develop, and we'll get to that. But... Take the fourth park and make it the dark universe. 
make it the dark universe. Um, I think there's so many things that work well with this, especially the way DC Comics has started leading up in their movies and Warner Brothers has been doing with their movies. They've been doing a lot more darker things, and I think that's the direction they need to go with this. Have Gotham City be your main featured area, okay? Obviously, a Batman dark ride would be huge. Have a... Um, you know, a Batman Dark Ride would be amazing. Have something for Nightwing and Robin um, and Batgirl. Maybe it's the Bat Family coaster, okay, uh, that you put into place. And then you can have, you could even have a show. You could have a stunt show, which I think would be amazing. You know, I know Six Flags America used to have an amazing Batman stunt show. Bring a, a Batman stunt show into play. I think that would be huge. And then have another area of Apocalypse, and this is where uh, one of the big DC villains is located. Obviously, you need something of the Joker there. Maybe you have a Joker type of attraction that's there. Um, Apocalypse would be an area where you have a bunch of other bad villains uh, from the DC comics with Darkseid and things like that. Uh, Van Helsing area, okay, so literally have a, like a medieval area, and that's focused on Van Helsing. I think you could have a Van Helsing show, or you could have a Van Helsing attraction of some kind there, uh, which would be really, really cool. Maybe it's a theatrical type of thing with video screens, I don't know, but that could be done really, really well. And then I think you have New York City, okay, and in New York City, I think that's where you focus on um, some changes that need to be made, okay? Fast and Furious ride, you need to change that. Get it out of Universal Studios. People are not huge fans of it. Yes, it's a good attraction um, for uh, for the purpose that people do ride it. Yes, it, it's a people eater. Yes, it, it's a it's an IP that's still got a lot of international reach. But turn this into the night bus. Make this a night bus ride. Everybody would love that. Okay, expand your Harry Potter in studios. Then fa Fast and Furious coaster. Put that in the New York City area. Okay, it's a Fast and Furious coaster with cars that you're in. That would be epic. Sorry. That would be epic if you did a Fast and Furious coaster in the New York City area of this fourth park. Okay, obviously you'd probably have a couple areas still to develop, which you want to keep happening is having areas you can develop. Have a couple areas still in that fourth part you can develop, but put a Fast and Furious coaster in the New York City area with show cars uh, around the space and stuff to make it seem like it's a party area from Fast and Furious. The Van Helsing ride, you know, they would get a dark ride, I think. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, take that ride away and put in Back to the Future, okay? Put in Back to the Future instead. Um, I, I think that would be fantastic. So instead of putting it in the Epic Universe, put Back to the Future in the Jimmy Fallon area, okay? Um, go back through time as you're going through it. I mean, I think that could be really cool. Uh, Fear Factor. To more Harry Potter areas. And this is something that's somewhat confirmed. It's a rumor speculation right now. Is that they're going to take away Fear Factor. And they're going to put in another Harry Potter attraction. Uh, which I think would be great. So I'm hoping to see that done as well. And again that's really blowing up your Harry Potter focus in that area. But you're still saving it from some other parks. And not focusing it too heavy there. So that you can grow your own IPs through these other parks. Okay. But you're going to be your huge money makers when they open anyway. So why would you not do that? Why wouldn't you focus on your IPs for these new parks that are going to make a killing for you moving forward? Why wouldn't you use your own IPs instead of Harry Potter? Then DreamWorks Destination, okay, to take over Toon Area. So over in the island side, get rid of the Toon Area. Yes, it's old. I love it. I really do. I love those old uh, cartoons and stuff. But I get it. It's aging. It's not aging well. 
get rid of it and put in the DreamWorks destination, retheme the areas, re revamp Shrek, put the Penguins of Madagascar in, do all that stuff. Popeyes and the Dudley ride, make it Penguins focused from Penguins of Madagascar and do Sinbad. Okay, um, just do that. Do it right. Make it make it done well, and then Mythos could become prehistoric eats for Jurassic Park movies. Okay, and make it a really nice upper echelon uh, eating space, uh, which Disney, which Universal needs more of. So keep it where it is as far as food quality level, because Mythos is pretty good. But put in, make it Jurassic Park themed, and I think the interior of the restaurant sticks to that pretty well. So it's not going to cost a ton of money, and turn Poseidon's Fury into Atlantis. Okay, and make that area Atlantis. And literally, when you go in the show, you're going underwater and things, you know, with visual effects around you to make you feel like you're under underwater with Aquaman. Um, I think that would be a good way to change Poseidon's Fury, which obviously been closed for a while, and give it something that gives it a boost and a revamp um, to turn it into an Aquaman themed uh, show. So, yeah, anyway, uh, that is our thoughts. On this, that is the uh, 10 year plan uh, for Universal to overtake Disney. Obviously, some technology changes we've got here. We've got, yes, revamp your food, get more sit down restaurants. The huge move of not just getting The Simpsons and keeping it and giving Marvel away, but going and getting DC and pulling it away from Six Flags at a time that Six Flags is very vulnerable and they're probably going to be even more vulnerable later on. And putting all these themes into play, uh, I, I think this would be huge for Universal. I think they would definitely catch up to Disney and be right there on par with them. Now, next week's episode, we are definitely going to be uh, doing a Catch-22 and talking about the 10-year plan for Disney to to overwhelm Universal. Um, so even if all this plays out the way that we said, Disney could still have a last laugh, but they're not going to have it while Universal is doing this in this 10-year plan. Uh, so I think this would be huge. I'm very excited. What do you guys think? Let me know um, in the comments. Please like, share, subscribe, and uh, tune in for next week's episode for the opposite of this, the 10-year plan for Disney uh, to consume Universal. All right. Thank you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.